Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Saul, the co-founder, coming at you live with the best little parenting show on the internet. Real quick before I get started, um, I just want to encourage you guys, no matter what platform you're seeing this message, if you're watching us live on Facebook, we're so glad to have you here. We love it when you guys comment and interact. If you're watching on YouTube, please share, subscribe, comment, and uh, if you're watching or listening, if you're listening through one of the podcast channels, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, then uh, when you like and comment, that helps to bring our podcast up in the algorithms of the world of the internet so that more and more people can hear our message. So we appreciate you no matter where you're tuning in from. So anybody who's um, here live with us on Facebook that wants to say hello, we always love to hear that. And I'm going to jump in by plugging these books real quick. Brian's book, From Fear to Love that you can get on promotion at feartolovebook.com. And of course, this incredible workbook that we just put out in the last few months. Um, it is available in print uh, on Amazon and in ebook form on our website. And then this book, The Great Behavior Breakdown, you can find this at postinstitute.com as well as on Amazon. And I see my friend Rose Vander Ark. I see you're watching because your name popped up. And I want to tell you a special hello out there in sunny Arizona. Um, tell you guys just real quick. Um, had a divine moment today. Um, because it's been a busy day. It's uh, just had a lot going on and kind of hitting it, hitting it, hitting it happened that uh, I had gone to the post office with a whole bunch of books to ship, was uh, hopping in my car, getting ready to head out to the next thing, and my phone rang. And I answered the phone. This is Christy. I could help you. And uh, I caught my friend Rose. Um, she was calling to ask for some help placing an order. And we had a beautiful conversation. And, um, well... She almost made me cry sitting right there in the parking lot at the post office in Claremore, Oklahoma, when she told me that uh, she organizes her prayer life, which I think is a brilliant idea. I've had a couple of people talk to me about that recently. She said Tuesday is the day that she prays for organizations and that um, the Post Institute is on her prayer list. And um, man, I'll tell you what, that made my day made my day. So I felt like it was absolute divine connection that I was able to grab the call, was able to take her information. We'll be processing the order so she can get her books and I'll be shipping those out pretty soon. So um, this month we're talking about all things love. And so that was a very loving, God, it was just such a loving conversation, beautiful little chit chat. I was so glad we got to have that. Then um, I ran some errands. My girl and I got to get out a little bit. She's feeling better and that makes me so happy. And we were watching this medical show. And here's what I, something I did not know. Did you know that broken heart syndrome is a real thing? Because I had no idea that was a real thing. So I read about it and then I thought, well, I'll tell y'all about it because why not? So um, I actually, after hearing about it on the um, reenactment of the ER on TV, um, I pulled up the Mayo Clinic website, Broken Heart Syndrome. 
is a temporary heart condition that's often brought on by stressful situations and extreme emotions. The condition can also be triggered by serious physical illnesses and surgery. It may also be called stress cardiomyopathy, and then there's a couple of other cardio names that I'm not even going to try to attempt. But I did. I find I found that very um, interesting. I found it fascinating, and um, also I found it to be a, an, a beautiful reminder. Um, a, just a, a heartfelt reminder of how important it is. Our self-care is so important. So, so important. And the impact of stress on our mind-body system is real. Stress is connected to every illness. And uh, whether it's the root cause of illnesses or whether or it is something that causes an illness to be worsened, um, either way, Stress is real. So uh, let's just talk about the stress model a little bit as we're talking about all things love for the month of February. Um, the model that we teach at the Post Institute was developed by Brian, Brian Post. Uh, we actually trademarked it. We call it the stress model. And what the stress model says is that all behavior arises from a state of stress. All stress is not bad. We have to have a little stress so we can get up and get moving every day. Between stress and the behavior are two primary emotions, love or fear. If it doesn't look or feel like love, then you can pretty well guess you've stepped into fear. So I'm trying to make a point every night during the month of February to share some little nugget about love to let it percolate and let us let it grow in us, let them be little seeds in our souls that we can then um, share with our loved ones. So last night I was talking about um, Ephesians. I'm sorry, not Ephesians, 1 Corinthians 13. And we just talked about love is patient. And tonight I just want to talk about love is kind. Love is kind. You know that word kind. You see a lot of um, memes talking about kindness, you know, throw that glitter around everywhere. It makes the world a better place. So, but when's the last time you really stopped and looked at what does the word kind mean? So I found myself wondering that. So I just pulled up my Webster's Dictionary real quick. And of course, we've got the noun of kind, which means the kind of a thing. <clears throat> but then we have the adjective. And it says, a sympathetic or helpful nature. A forbearing nature gentle, arising from a characteristic of sympathy and forbearance, of a kind to give pleasure or relief. Hmm. Love is patient. Love is kind. Kindness includes, I'm not a big fan of sympathy. Let me just tell you that. I'm not a big fan of sympathy. I'm a really big fan though of empathy. Um, and being that I have a very intelligent daughter who's very articulate, who also has very complex health issues, somebody said something about, um, you know, I have a lot of sympathy for you. I feel sorry for you. And she said to me, she smiled and just kind of went on. She said to me, I don't, I don't need somebody feeling sorry for me. That doesn't help me. I need and people who understand. I need people who are empathetic. I need people who see how difficult life can be 
depending on where you live, if you're mobile by wheelchair, not all communities are equally accessible. I need people who are empathetic, not people who are sympathetic. And I thought, oh, girl, <laughs> that was a big thing to say. Mimi, it's so good to see you. And it is okay that you are a little late. I love you. And it's so great to always have you watching. So love is kind. Love is kind. I can tell you there have been times that I have not been very kind. And sometimes my lack of kindness Usually, my lack of kindness has come at times when I was very stressed, when I was trying to do too many things, when I wasn't taking care of first things first, and I had this task on my mind, but I also had uh, needs of people like my child who I'm responsible for in front of me, and I'm trying to do this other thing, but she has this other idea of what she wanted to do, and I could become very short-tempered, not very kind, in fact, very unkind. I could behave in very unkind manner. I could spew my stress. I could spew my stress all over her. When that happens, and we realize that we've done that. One of the most beautiful things we can do after we've spewed our stress on our children or our spouse or our friends is to take a deep breath, get ourselves collected when we're ready to come back and authentically say, I am so sorry I spewed my stress all over you. You did nothing to deserve that. That is an authentic, heartfelt apology, taking responsibility for our own behavior. Love is kind. Being kind means a helpful nature, giving relief, being gentle. I know sometimes when we're trying to teach our children and they're not getting it or they're distracted and invested in other things or not interested, we can get really frustrated and we can lose our patience and we can lose our kindness. We're human. We're human. Love is patient. Love is kind. When we are stepping in love, we are able to demonstrate those characteristics in our actions. Remember last night I said sometimes we love, we do love our children, our spouses, our friends, but our behavior is not always loving towards them. And when that happens, when we are incongruent saying we love you, but our actions aren't demonstrating love, it creates a lot of confusion. It creates confusion, especially when we're talking about uh, children who have neurodiversity, children who come from tough places because they are they rely more on our energy and our actions than they rely on our words. And so the more our words can match and our behavior can match, the better off it is for everyone. And I see a few people have made comments and I want to come back and read through these real quick. Um, Mimi says, my grandbaby is so smart. <laughs> That's because she spent all those early years hanging out with you, Mimi, playing with the homies. Those are beautiful times that you two had to connect. Uh, Rebecca says, agreed, pity isn't helpful. It's really not helpful, is it? Rose says, hi, Christy, I just connected. I love talking with you today. It was amazing that you answered the phone. Yes, Rose, it was. It was truly divine, and I loved our little visit. It has stuck with me all day. So that's it for tonight, you guys. Um, 
I hope if you've not already done so, set everything that you've been stressed out about today, all those racing thoughts, anything that's had you stressed, overwhelmed, feeling frantic, or things that have had you feeling like you weren't measuring up, just whatever, just set all that aside. You're enough, you're good enough. You are a good enough parent, you're a good enough person. Set all those things you've been fretting about to the side and go enjoy your kids. Let them lead in the play. Do something that they are interested in doing. Let them be in charge for a little while and you just play with them and enjoy it. Watch some TV together, play a board game. If they're able to play board games, my daughter wasn't, she's not much on board games even now. The, com the competitive spirit is just not something we've really invested a lot in, but we'd get out, we'd get out the little characters and we get it all set up. And then the next thing I know, we're playing some little make-believe game with the little characters. So however it looks for your family, enjoy your children wrestle around on the floor and play together you know lay in the bed and if it's your teenager you know ask them what's going on in their phone life just you know connect with them find out what's going on in their world and remember what brian tells us in any given moment we can act out of our blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm or we can take one to two to three deep breaths and we can choose love i hope you choose love and Lala, thank you for those beautiful hearts. You guys have a beautiful night, and we'll see y'all tomorrow.